Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan. And we are back with our third book recap. Yes, we are. And this would normally be where like, we just talk about our week. I don't want to talk about my week. I had a stressful week. I'm drinking red wine and this doesn't happen. I usually just am the half that's baked, but I'm drinking red wine. So it's been a week. I've been so looking forward to talking about this book, The Kiss Quotient. Um, Please tell me about your week. I hope it was better than mine. (laughs) Um, It was good. I mean, I've just like got so much going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I know we talked about it like a little bit in the last one um, of like getting divorced. So I'm just in the process of like, I'm moving shortly. And so I'm, it's a lot of like looking, like realizing like, oh, I have to get all this stuff furniture mm-hmm. da, 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 like which is both like exciting and annoying and overwhelming yeah yeah you like, have to do I'm, this like day by day day by day mm-hmm. one day yeah. at a time one day at a oh time. for real yeah because like because it's sad but it's exciting and it's all the things um a new I, chapter yeah so I go I get to go in like uh I think a week or two and like actually like go in into my space and like take measurements and stuff besides like the, you know, generic floor plan they give you. And I think once I have that, then I'll be more like, okay, this is the plan. This is what I need. And this Mm -hmm. is whatever. Um, I was joking with my mom that it's fun to like kind of decorate because I haven't really had like a blank space to decorate since like college. And, you know, my taste was like bright pink and purple and like, Uh I, you know, just like, and you this too, like my California, like, you know, 19 year old apartment was right. hilarious. Right. Like, it's just such oh, yeah. a just random, like, like Tommy boy movie posters and stuff, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> all the things. You should that, just like share your Pinterest board and be like, okay, people like send me your pins, <laughs> like send me your inspo for my place. Yeah. So oh I have like ideas on certain things and other things I have no clue um so it's exciting and yeah overwhelming for sure so just trying to like figure that out I got a couch which was exciting that was like oh that's a big... huge part of it yeah that was worst a huge... case scenario you have somewhere to sleep regardless, <laughs> regardless you're good <laughs> there's some place I can sleep so yeah like Dude, that's the best things. place to sleep when you're single anyways honestly it's like falling asleep with like your snacks and the Netflix yeah, and it's like a huge sectional that has like the um the like layouts on both sides so like you can like you can lay out Harrison can lay out like mm-hmm. very like just cozy and whatever um so yeah I did joke about that because like I when I'm like home visiting my parents I feel like I fall asleep on the couch all the time I love so, that though those are like the best naps they yeah. really are yeah. and speaking of like a Netflix binge on a couch like mm. maybe we should do our side piece first yeah. It feels more like a natural flow to do our side piece first. So if you guys know, we have yeah. a random recap when we're not recapping books, we're recapping everything else that we're doing. Oh my gosh, my lights. Yellow. <laughs> this is not even visual, so it doesn't matter. But we're <laughs> recapping everything else that we're doing. And that's like shows, movies, podcasts, and the other books that we're not doing for book club. So what we want to give you when we're doing a full ass, you know, book recap, like we're doing today. It's just a little taste, a little side piece of what we're doing. So what I, I watched a lot 
So we're gonna have so much to talk about on random recap, <laughs> including so much Marvel, but that's like I can't do that right now. Um, but I started watching like season three of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I oh just like have been on such a journey. I and I have that. so many questions for people. Like, is there a playlist that like every queen has to like know? Because all these songs that they can lip sync and know every single word to. I'm just like so impressed every time, every time. And it's great because it's like, obviously they're on like season. Oh my God. Like 16 or something. My Mm -hmm. friend Nathan told me. Um, So I'm like, it's fun to like start something. I would watch it casually. I never like watched it start to finish, whatever. I think it was just like, too similar to America's Next Top Model, like the format. Mm. But like now I see that it's not at all. And it's right. so much better. I was sleeping on it and just like, I'm going to start using things that he says. Like, you know, we've talked about this. If you're in the South and you start saying y'all, yeah, you yeah. hear something enough, you pick it up, you start saying it. And I'm going to be like, Shantae, you stay. <laughs> Sashay away. Like, I just love it. <laughs> But anyways, so what have you oh been gosh. like chewing on your side piece? I know I have not really watched a lot of TV. I um I kept meaning to watch the new 365 Days. Um, did you watch what? the first one? What's that? No, oh, gosh. Like, I don't know. Oh, um, just Polish smut, basically. Um, oh, okay. It's like the first was maybe like two years ago. It's a Polish movie like it's a polish book movie that netflix like adapted and okay is it's, it um, like on top 10 right now and i'm the second one probably is because it like just okay. came out and people are just like you're you're not watching it for the plot <laughs> oh it's, it's one like of those movies. hot mafia guy the first movie he literally kidnaps this woman because he's like seen her in a vision and then he runs into her in real life and it's okay. like this is meant to be and he he's like i'm giving you a year to fall in love with me beauty and the beast vibes um uh, okay. and it's ridiculous they can't stand each other they're like very is like, this fantasy or no just mafia mafia uh, is it period piece like a certain time no, period no just like current, current? like he, he's, he's current mafia. yeah he's italian hmm. um she's polish okay that's like nothing to do with him he's just like sex on a stick this guy that plays him is ridiculous <laughs> so what do not. i search on netflix i literally search the numbers three 365 yep and they'll okay. be the first one and the second one so uh, you know they end up falling for each other oh, i've never heard of this the most like graphic i've ever seen on netflix like holy shit um i only got into tiktok in like 2020 they were doing like they wanted people to um like watch it but just show your reaction reaction right so of course they can't, you can't even say sex on tiktok it's right like, everybody was F-G-G-S. showing the reaction to a certain scene oh. and so that was like okay let's watch this um, oh and- yeah it's <sighs> great marketing yeah so netflix and amazon just like run the world it's truly terrifying yeah. Yeah, they really do. So this one I'm sure is just as like, whatever I've seen people saying, like, it's just ridiculous. Cause it, it doesn't translate well. Like it's a mm-hmm. Polish thing. It doesn't really make sense, but it's hot and whatever. And it's just like stupid thing to watch. But, um, I've just been reading 
like I got, um, wait, we can't, you were just supposed to give one side piece. They got save something for random recap. Oh, okay. You got to tease random recap. I haven't even watched it. I shouldn't even talked about it. All right. Sorry. I, wait. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So <laughs> tell me what you actually read. Give me okay. something you right. actually consumed this week. Okay. This was, so ju- I, that was just what you were daydreaming about consuming. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to watch it and I just didn't get okay, to it. Um, gotcha. I finished today. I read over the weekend, this, um, silly hockey romance and it's called the name is hilarious it's called puck me secretly (laughs) not puck puck me tenderly (laughs) yes so it like um it came it came up gingerly touched sticks (laughs) i mean i feel like that might be a different kind of romance oh a different story than the one you were looking um great story nonetheless I'm sure yeah no but it was good it was good though I was I was like worried it was gonna be like very just like smart or whatever and it actually wasn't it was very like um, love it just whatever and there was a bunch of twists in it actually how many stars I enjoyed it um I'm sure I gave it five like probably if I was being serious about it maybe four like it was enjoyable it was a quick read I mean not it wasn't a quick read it was a big book but like it went quickly for me because it was entertaining um sex was great I'm gonna make a meme of you like um like the Oprah Winfrey meme (laughs) yeah oh you please make it I'm so terrible at it I will find somebody who's good at making memes (laughs) and we'll figure it out I'm great on Canva I'm terrible on memes sponsor us Canva Oh my God. No, that's like a perfect meme of me. Cause that's literally like, I don't want to be mean. The only time I don't really give that is like, if it's something that's like terrible. Yeah. Um, but it was cute. Oh, I, yeah. I liked it. I won't we'll go get into my terrible one and recap. I'll make sure that you guys don't read this book. That's so terrible. I'm like, don't support this. You know, it's a book of the month book. So I'm sure it's already done well enough just because it was featured. This is it the cartographer? <laughs> yeah. Just terrible. Oh, yes. But anyways, so we're falling yeah. into a random recap before right. we dive in because we're like, off the rails before we dive in we wanted to say thank you so much for your support yes and if you we asked that if you guys love our show please tell your friends rate and review us on apple podcasts yes and i think this month we read the kiss quotient by helen wong and i mean our initial thoughts I think we both adored this book. Loved it. Love this book. I mean, I don't think we disagreed too much on any of our choices so far. Um, But But this is my favorite so far. Yeah, this is great. I'd be shocked if this wasn't like the fan favorite. We need to have like a poll. (laughs) Like so far, which one's your favorite? Um, But do you want to start us off with a recap? Yeah. Um, I just want to say too, I love that we had yeah. no idea what this was in picking it. Like, I just thought it was like a cute romance and a cute rom-com something like, so, which it was and but, mm-hmm. like special. So, um, yeah, so there's Stella who has Asperger's. She, um, she's in, I always want to say she's in STEM. She's not in STEM. She's an uh, economist, but just like a Yes, like in her field, like just really great, like super hard worker, whatever, but in a very like traditional family that they want her to marry and have babies and do all of these things that just make her skin crawl. Um, she does not like that kind of physical touch in relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she decides to 
um, hire a professional, an escort, mm-hmm. um, a pretty woman, if you will, but a pretty man, <laughs> um, and meets Michael. And um, you know what she thinks Michael's going to be versus who he is is very different. And Michael ends up really liking her, her personality, her quirkiness, how honest she is in the way that she feels and stuff. And they start to have more of a friendship than just this relationship where she's paying him to, you know, to teach her how to kiss and she wants to know how to give him blowjob. Like she has all these little <laughs> steps and things that she oh wants my God. to do. Like the very OCD-ness of like, she literally had um, a lesson plan that was like <laughs> hand job lesson performance review <laughs> like feedback so performance review performance review died and he's like is it okay if I tell you that this is kind of insulting like yeah. it was funny and like sweet at the same time that he's like maybe she just doesn't get it when maybe a lot of her life many interactions people were just like uh what and just kind of you know what I mean like didn't give her another chance it was just like a bad first impression because Mm -hmm. she didn't understand the social norm and you're like oh damn like it just sucks that like (laughs) I don't know like you think about like my daughter if if you haven't listened before if I haven't mentioned before um, has autism and she's only four. So we're not, she's not even like verbal yet. I mean, once in a while, I'll get a word. The other day she said, mommy, my toe. And it was the first time she ever said three words together. Mm-hmm. And we were literally crying. Like she stubbed her toe and it wasn't even like clear, but both yeah. Mike and I like looked at each other, like wide eyed, like you heard that. I heard that. Like that was what we heard, you know, and that's how yeah. it always is because it's almost not ever clear. But I think about like scenes in this book where she's like playing piano because she's overstimulated. Like she's like with her fingers, not actually playing, but kind of like on her legs, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, are you, you know, playing piano? And she's like, well, I played before I could talk. And I was like, Whoa, you know? And I'm just like, Oh, I can, I could see that as a possibility for like my child and like to see a character written so strong, who is, you know, technically labeled with a quote disability Mm -hmm. and to just be like this badass driving around in her Tesla with all of her money, like, Oh yeah. Oh, here's 50 grand. So you can like teach me how to like blow you, I guess. (laughs) Right. Tell me to buy you a car. And he's so hot, right? Like, okay. I'm sorry. How am I already forgetting his name? Stella and Michael. Michael. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's Michael. Of course. <laughs> He's got all these tattoos and they just, I'm like, Oh, the way they write him. I'm like, sorry. Oh and he's so, supposed uh, to look like some sort of like, you know, a Korean, like soap opera star or something. Yeah. Like it's that. like a soap opera star or whatever. Just okay. like super, super handsome, but like all the tattoos and stuff. But uh-huh. yeah, like you, I like, it's nice because it's like, I love Stella. Like I loved her character so much. She's so mm-hmm. endearing mm-hmm. Um, and sweet and like an innocent in that way that like, she just says whatever she's thinking and, you know, does not, I get that like, she's not doing certain things in like the social norm or like the social cues, but it's also like, it's always never meant to offend or to hurt anybody. And I really loved Michael's character for like always trying to figure out why, instead of just being like upset with her 
Mm-hmm. Like he's never like she'd say something and we're as a reader, you're like, don't say that. But right. he wouldn't just be like, Oh, I can't believe you said that. He'd be like, Oh, like, why are you? Oh, you're right. Like in mm-hmm. processing that. And like you said, like giving it a chance to understand her. Um, and I love that, that she was kind of like this puzzle he was trying to figure out um, and not in a annoying or frustrating way, but that he really liked her and he wanted to get <laughs> to know her and understand her. And it was such a like cool thing to watch. Mm-hmm. And I loved like, that's kind of like throughout the storyline is them kind of dealing with these different differences in their lives and where they're at. Cause also you've got Stella who's making all of this money in the height of her field and all of these things. And the reverse Michael, pretty woman, just like right. you said, and like, love that trope. Like, yeah. I think that's my new favorite trope. It's like <laughs> boss ass bitch. Yeah. Like, Cause then Michael, like yeah. he's, um, you know, he's Friday nights, our special time, you know, mm-hmm. and, but during the week, like his job is a tailor and he's incredibly talented and right. gifted in those things. And he doesn't, he thinks very badly of himself because he pimps himself out on Fridays, but you find out that he's doing it because he feels very much like man of the house and needs to take care of his mother because his dad abandoned his mom and she's going through all these treatments and things. And so that's why he's doing it. He's not just like, oh yeah, I'm really hot and I can sell myself. Like he's, he hates that he's doing it, but he's doing it for a good reason. Um, Well, when you make something work, it's probably not as fun anymore. Like regardless. So like the fact that like Stella made it fun for him. Yeah, he loved everything. Like even when they were just like Mm -hmm. trying to just like, hug and snuggle and like kiss he was obsessed with it and it was so cute to kind of like (laughs) that it's like he was like experiencing those things all over again with Stella because everything was different with her Mm -hmm. than like a client that you know was using him like she seemed like genuinely interested and had all these questions and stuff and he loved that and I just thought it was so cute I loved it so much Mm -hmm. just their whole like cute little dynamic and of course like it's a it's a rom-com so there's going to be that like point where you know there's a misunderstanding and all the drama and they go you know whatever and they got to fix it and it's like and then you can see how much they've both grown in their relationship and their friendship because Stella's taking action to fix things with him that she would never have done normally and really Mm -hmm. like going out of her comfort zone to like try to fix things and make things better because she cares about Michael and, you know, and the same thing. And there was just like so many like really cute moments of things like that, that I just loved how they like thought of each other in, in different things to make things better for each other. And I just thought that was so sweet. Well, and, and the person think about how she is with routine and how she goes to work every day and she sees this like blonde guy, Philip. Mm, and he's her coworker, and she he's attractive and you know she obviously knows it's one of these things where she as this like analytical brain is like good on paper we work together my my family knows him um our families know each other whatever like right it's just a good fit but like he's out going on dates and whatever and he's kind of like said these intimidating things to her yeah whatever that like made her be like oh maybe I should like go play the dating field but she obviously doesn't know how to do that hence Mm -hmm. where Michael comes in so he knows this whole time you know her 
not being able to, where I start to wonder, like, am I on the spectrum? Like not being able to have the, you know, people joke like, oh, I don't have a filter. Like that is part mm-hmm. of it is like not having a filter pops in your brain, says it <laughs> like that's very familiar to me. And it's like, yeah. that's cool with some people. Cause they're like, oh, wow. She's a very honest person. <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't think she's going to lie to me. And the other times it's like, whoa, that's kind of a lot. And that's what was like happening to her many times. Like, so in this situation, like she ended up helping him because he got, got, got when he took her out on the town, his cousin saw him. And mm-hmm. so now has to act like, oh, this is my girlfriend, not this person paying me for sex because he right. doesn't want his, his cousin to go and tell everybody mm-hmm. and like not only is he a tailor he's a tailor at like his mom shop it's like a family mm-hmm. thing as well um so there was just like you know in any rom-com book or movie there's that back and forth the misunderstanding of like yeah he was feeling feelings but he's like no I'm just a paid object and she's just doing this for Philip and then there's like her was like the opposite where she's like oh this guy's only with me because I'm paying him and then it's like he gives her the check back but like not before her meeting his psycho ex-client please take it from here oh my (laughs) god this is like the most oh like whoa this part of the book when it was happening no yeah so like because it's su- it's such a beautiful moment before that happens like well, they, it's where they, they start getting jealous of each other which is yeah. so funny they get jealous of each other's blonde people mm-hmm. yeah so they she's um is it a wedding she's bringing him to mm. or a, a gala I think it's a gala and like a work function even yeah so she's just so wild like to bring your ass score I know she wants to bring him. I think this might be the time though where they're doing the whole like fake this is where date. he already made her a custom. Yes. So outfit. he makes her a custom dress for the for the event and it's just perfect. It fits her perfect and he's doesn't irritate her skin or sensory issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it starts really great because her mom, who's kind of seems like she's really not happy a lot or like she's really kind of like bugging her and nagging her and her mom sees when you can have those babies and yeah she's like, I'm not that Stella's happy and then she also sees that Michael has made her this dress and she realizes instantly that it's made for her and takes those issues into account and it like mm-hmm. warms her mom's heart so it's like super sweet. as it would yeah yeah they sit down and then of course seated at the table is this crazy ex-client that Michael had that was like in love with him which had already been like following him around or something yes, she like him a car she, like oh she, yeah you know really wanted something and he didn't and like think um, of like a milf uh you know mm-hmm. insert any blonde like housewife from yeah. the real housewives like just right. that and it's also it written. it's not just anybody it is philip's mom oh so the moment where he's like oh there. this is my mom and you're like no and i go no no because she kept writing about how they're blonde they're blonde they're blonde and i was like wait he's mm. blonde his mom would be blonde. Mm-hmm. and of course and, she'd run in this hoity-toity crowd mm-hmm. and, and she the has fact no class that she, oh fa- my god the fact that she was go on go off i just couldn't even understand that you're gonna rat yourself you off. would acknowledge that 
Right. I don't understand it you're at gonna, all. You're going to say like, oh yeah, no, I was sleeping with him. I was his client and no, no, no. And you're like, to Why? her parents, to the whole table, her like, son? It, like it would be somehow more embarrassing to her than you. Right. Like, because you also don't know for a fact, you also don't know for a fact that he's not there. Like maybe you're the client and this is his girlfriend. Right. You don't know that. Yeah. I think there she are plenty of people who are sex workers who have clients, have dates, have, who have relationships, significant yep. others. So it's like, yep. um, pretty fucking presumptuous of you to yep. think you're so special and literally not a paycheck. So. I think that she thinks, I too think that she thinks that because of she feels ownership because she's like I bought so much stuff for him too it's like he's an object and that's how he thought with Stella like is this all I am yeah and Stella is jealous Mm. she is so he's obviously jealous of ladies out he's he's jealous of Philip Philip is now who's like taunted her and made fun of her and like kind of egged her on at work is seeing her as this beautiful confident person and now he wants her. Well, he sees her with somebody and there right. it is. There's the Caesar with someone. Yeah. And then of course, this is in front of Stella's parents. Her mom's um, not really whatever, but the dad is like, mm, I can't, I don't like this guy. I don't whatever. I want her with Philip. And they're just mortified. Michael is embarrassed. He already mm-hmm. has this insecurity that he's not good enough and that she's oh. not going to like him. Right. And then this lady, like, just oh, he's makes- not a doctor or a lawyer. <laughs> right. Tailor. And, and like, and now an escort, like it was bad enough when he was a tailor and he's right. like, I was, I didn't feel like I added up then. And now, right. now, you know, I was sleeping with your, um, your family leader? friend. Yeah, yeah. For money. Like I can't, I mean, I feel like anybody meeting the parents is like, you really want them to like you and like, mm-hmm. you know, and so you're going to like, was try that to, kind you know, of though at the point where he was trying to be like, yes, I obviously want to do a good like job. Cause I'm working, but he was trying to tell himself like, this is work. Like he was at the point where he was trying to convince his own feelings. Right. I felt like still I, I don't know. They I hadn't like told a... each other they had feelings. No, they both no, but definitely I think did. he, he went in like, oh, it's going to be fine. And then I think mm. he was very, I don't think he parents thought that like was going to happen. Yeah. 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 You, I mean, mm. it'd be very hard to not care, but especially when you realize like you have feelings and he does, cause he's jealous of Philip, um, mm. that, oh my gosh, now what? Like, this is, I do like this girl. Um, mm. I'm, you know, I'm jealous. And now her dad doesn't like me. And like, just the whole, the whole mess. Like, it's just what it's, I mean, it does, it happens in all the romance books, but it's always like upsetting. And you're just like, talk to each other. Communicate. (laughs) Always. Go to therapy. Uh, Um, But I love that too. Like she, instead of just like it being a thing where I feel like, you know, in most characters, like you'd be embarrassed, you'd be upset a little bit. Like, I feel like Stella too had grown so much just in her friendship with him and everything of feeling mm-hmm. like more confident. So like she went to like find Michael and address the issue and like see, you know, how she could fix it and like apologize. Like she does mm-hmm. earlier in the book when he has her over to um to have like dinner with his family. Mm-hmm. And like, they're trying to do like a practice dinner. Like if she oh, were to go Oh, that was meet. so cringe, 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 so cringe. Family. Again, we skipped it, over that. 
and it is BPA and the containers. Oh my god! Like just yeah. like the mom is cooking because they're you know they're they're poor and they're you know they're reusing containers and they're heating things and stuff. And she, um, you know, her intellectual side and her brain is she's going, this is poisonous. Like you can't eat this. Like it's gonna kill you. Um, and there's no filter to keep that and in. And she just <laughs> says it right, and it upsets the mom and was now she's like well what the hell and... am I gonna serve you this is all we had <laughs> like, right like she just made this really good food and... yeah you know and I appreciated that Michael wasn't like oh you offended my mom like he was trying to figure out what was going on with her and he kind also, of agreed he, with her a little bit he understood at that point from Quan or just his own like she hadn't yes. said I you know, have she, autism. Right. She I'm had not said it, she, but his friend had kind of, Hey, did mm-hmm. she remind you of anybody? Right. He was like, I can't technically say, cause she asked me not to. Yeah. But, but Quan's little the, brother is autistic. I think that's the saddest thing is like, again, my daughter's not verbal, but I think about the inevitable someday where like, when you don't want to be labeled, when you just want to be Stella, (laughs) like when you're just like, okay. And I loved when, like, as soon as he made the connection, like this line, because I actually said this the day my daughter was diagnosed, which is almost two years now is June 1st, 2020. (laughs) So much year for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like she was still the same person, except he understood her better now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I thought about, I don't know why it just related so much to like pride to me too. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to like a label, like you're literally the same person, whether you call yourself gay, straight, pan, asex, trans, like you, you're, you are Stella, you are Violet, you are this person, like period. So it's like, he's like, okay, well, this doesn't change anything about you. Like you're my Stella, like, and it just, I love the use of like my Stella, my Stella. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the I name Stella. It. I know. And I love that too. Like mm-hmm. it was very much him. Like, he's like, I, I just wish I knew this because it helps me understand you better. Like it doesn't change mm-hmm. how I feel or anything. It just helps me make sure that like I'm thinking of those things and like helping you um you know be your best and mm-hmm. make you know because he understand then he understood the sound issue or like the overstimulation oh my god why would I know? have ever brought you to a club if I knew this you know right like um, stuff like that yeah and she doesn't want I get, get that too. She doesn't want to like lead with that and have that be her thing. She's like, especially like, hi, I'm Stella and I have Asperger's. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like this and this and this. I get that, that that's not what she wants to be too. But um, I think it that line that you read, like it's such a perfect thing. And we talked, we texted so much through this book because obviously oh, yeah. it's relatable to you. And you finished it first. So I just like, anytime I had a thought was like, boom, boom, boom. I know it's yeah. not a spoiler. <laughs> yes. I know. And that was nice too. Cause you know, you're not like spoiling anything. I've already read it. Right. And I think my favorite part about this book, because like, I'm going to keep talking about autism because I don't want to say it wasn't a huge part of this book and maybe I have a biased view, but I felt like it wasn't the center of it. No, 
Mm-mm. as much and that also related to how he felt about her like this is Stella and this is just something she happens to like it's just a part of her personality is this yeah. it doesn't literally define her as much right. as like that aspect didn't define this book it's like when you read a romance and it's like okay there's um a female female romance like it's just it's a romance and then just like the female female is just a part of that you know so that's how I felt about this book like there was some dirty sexy stuff in this book like so even though I'm talking about like autism here like let let us not forget and the dirty talk from Michael and I think that was my favorite part I love getting her comfortable I guess with it. yeah yeah and her being like I don't like that and he's like I think your body does though like I think you do though like mm. yeah but that was cool too because he was reading her body language versus her having to say certain things verbally that she was uncomfortable with right or yeah, wasn't like, used to you like hearing it you might not like saying it right <laughs> yeah oh my gosh he's like you're paying for this for a reason like, yeah if I can't say <laughs> words like how are you gonna get comfortable with touch like we gotta start somewhere right so there was like so much dirty talk and you're like oh my god oh my god like just kept going it was so good I love dirty talk <laughs> yeah I was like this is great like it's great because you have to be creative like shout out shout out to the people on Quinn (laughs) shout out to the artist Quinn sponsors Quinn please sponsor us oh my gosh no I heard heard a competitor sponsoring a different podcast I'll have to tell you about it oh I didn't realize there was another like female erotica app but oh yeah um they Yes, because I, uh, and we talked to, God, we talked to one of the creators on there at some point and they were, um, it was like, my big question was like, are you really doing what I think you're doing while you're talking? Are you just sitting there? No, like, it's like a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I With just think about like <laughs> for 20 minutes like, eating a peach. This is like, oh my I'm God. like, I could eat a peach for 20 minutes and get paid less. <laughs> Oh right because there's like sound effects and stuff and uh yeah sound mm-hmm. there's yeah. one guy that was like um that uh if you it? guys are interested in this app dm us i want to know it? how many people are like i'm sorry what eat a peach macaroni there, in a pot yeah there was a guy that was like uh i feel like they did it i think quinn made the video but the guy was like you know doing like whips or whatever and he's like so when you hear the he's like i'm hitting my thigh like i'm doing it to myself and then oh like when they're they're like um when the guys are talking and they're moaning out so he's like no that's real like I'm sitting there you know hand on it just well why wouldn't you a guy why wouldn't you right Um, so but like well because I think about too like just makes it more realistic I guess it's very realistic (laughs) because it's real it's real it's real you're like should I be listening to this like I feel like I'm interrupting something (laughs) you're like yep it's so yeah. great it's so great yeah. we love a we love a we love quinn a guys be an app worth it worth every penny but yeah. anyways so yeah the dirty talk was great it inspired us to go to the quinn app and uh, yeah 
but like so you know obviously there reaches that like that peak in the story where it's like oh you know we have um, an issue an obstacle to overcome and it's like this chick and it's the things that made her comfortable like um you need to get rid of this car that this chick bought you so of course like he gets rid of the car there's more that happens but like i'm just skipping to the good part personally and tell me if i missed something like crucial but just the importance of like routines and autism and like if you do something every day every day a certain way and it like throws you off like she was thrown off initially because like her assistant or whatever like she's so rich she has an assistant her assistant wasn't there and so she had to like go do her own dry cleaning so she searches like the closest dry cleaner of course she finds michael's place that's also a tailor yeah like standing there all sexy like with his you know chalk in his ear or whatever and I'm like of course he's a tailor of course not only this perfect man who know who gets paid for sex who's a professional in the bedroom he's also a professional at making you custom clothes custom clothes okay not he's also a designer so right like amazing I just was like a man yeah. written by a woman, obviously yep. our obviously. favorite type, <laughs> the best kinds. Yeah. But like, so when he picks her up or whatever, and they're, they've made amends and it's like, mm. well, so wait, are you my boyfriend? And he goes, and I literally, I told you, I didn't realize I was on the last chapter of this book. So like, I mean, obviously spoilers, we've been recapping the whole book, but when he says like, well, I hope I'm your boyfriend because I plan on proposing to you in three months. I literally started sobbing. Yeah, it was so sweet. So sweet. I was like, <laughs> like I had it on audiobook. I would switch back and forth between my Kindle and audiobook because I got both versions from the library. Like, sorry mm-hmm. for taking two copies at once. <laughs> but I was listening to it. And it's better to listen to the beginning of the book on audiobook, if you know what I mean. There's some good, there's good stuff going on. But at the end, I'm like, oh my God, he's going to propose. Because if you know anything about autism, and they kind of maybe like briefly explained it, but I knew the second he said it, is that like it would take a long time to get somebody who is used to a routine like a surprise, like a proposal is not welcome. Right. It is not a welcome surprise that is shocking to the system. It is uncomfortable. It's like, I have to think about this. So like to give her mm. three months to be like, okay, let me wrap my brain around this. Let me get comfortable with the idea that people are going to be coming up to me and being like, when's a big day? Da, 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 da. Like yep. it's a lot to mentally prepare yourself for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I just, I loved I that. Loved I loved every single yeah. freaking part of this book, honestly. No, I did too. I just thought it was Except so... for Philip, but every... <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was another thing though, too, is like Philip, the character, like at some point he like corners her mm. and is like... Trigger warning, trigger warning. And then like shoves himself against her to like kiss her. And she instantly is like, mm. ugh, like this thing that she thought she wanted because it looked good on paper. Like she wants no part of this because she's so in on Michael and like feels like even though they haven't had that conversation at that point, like that he's hers and she's his and like, she just hates Mm -hmm. the whole thing. And it's funny how like she goes right to Michael and just like 
explains it and is like, I need to get this out of my mouth. Like it, I taste him and like, it's so gross or whatever. And she's uh, so upset about it. And Michael just like kisses sad. her and he's just like, just makes out with her for a little bit. And then he's like, do you still, you know, taste or whatever? And she's like, no, no, he's <laughs> long gone. And like, that was just so hard for her to understand. Again, somebody who is so routine. She's like, I want to wash floss. I want to brush my teeth floss. I want to do all of it. Yeah. Wash like scrub. Yeah. <laughs> like, and for him to be like, my germs, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> just, I mean, they don't really talk about this in the book, but I started reading like so much, like even just as soon as I found out my daughter had autism or even that she might possibly, I started reading so much about it. And one of the books I started reading and honestly, I didn't get super far into it just because life, um, it was called autism and heels, but I got it specifically because it was like a female with autism wrote a book mm-hmm. about it and about like dating in on the spectrum and it was just talking about like the sexual assault rates for people Mm. who are autistic and how much higher they are and I literally was just like I did not pick up this book for this but it's like important to know and like they didn't really talk about that in the book but it's something that happened to her in the book so yeah like the fact that it was written about I don't want to say casually but like it's reflective of how it's treated yep and so oh, yeah, that guy thought it, it was no casual. Yeah, like, and, oh, I'm just gonna talk to you, like, chill. Like, we're still dating. Like, he thought they were dating when they saw each other again. It's no. like, and she's like, I don't want to date you. I don't like you at all. And he's like, Found you're bad. mine. Like, what? no, he just thought he could like decide and so angry force her into. Yeah, no, I and but I liked that she in meeting Michael, like in everything that they had done and like the little confidence that she had kind of gained in her own yeah, she felt voice and decisions. Yes. To just be like, no, like, no, I no, don't. You're gross. Yeah. I don't like you. I don't want any part of this, whatever. Um, and I loved that. Like Michael sent her, uh, like a huge thing of flowers and stuff to the office to oh like my God. for and her but also to piss over. that guy off too <laughs> like every like day sending her flowers and stuff week. and the, that guy would get so mad and like throw him in the garbage <laughs> oh my god he's like my Stella I feel like there was something else that I just thought of that we didn't even talk about and like oh, I lost it that had something to do with the office part maybe mm. no I'm sorry the fact that he knew for so long Mm-hmm. Like once he did know for sure, it wasn't just like, oh, is he hinting at this? Like once he knew hundred percent, like she has Asperger's, she has yeah. autism. Like he didn't say anything. He's like, this is obviously something that like when she's comfortable telling me, she can yes. tell me. So when he like finally told her or she finally told him and he's like, I know, like I've known. Yeah. And, and she like, thought, Wait, it was what? And then she's like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, but it just it it makes sense because as soon as you have a label, you feel seen for that only. Yeah, and And that was she was she was so worried about like she thought that he felt bad for her. Mm -hmm. She didn't want to be like pity, like oh you're dating me out of pity. He's like, Mm -hmm. like does this boner look like a pity boner or like (laughs) yeah does it look like I don't enjoy those yeah girl. Um, yeah, no, I, I love that. Cause that she did, she thought it was such a big thing. She's going to like tell him and he was going to like run away and she's like, yeah, I have this. And he's like, 
okay yeah I know I've been known <laughs> I've known no, you time. can tell me but like I I know and it doesn't you're still my Stella like again I love like that the perfect man <laughs> Ugh, men written by women man that like uh all consuming kiss the two of them too like they're just both like oh my god I've never kissed someone like this and I just love that like there's nothing like like the yeah there's nothing like when you really really spend time on a kiss (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I just think I mean like not to be TMI I've been married for over five years and like most of the time a kiss is just a precursor to something else (laughs) right true so I mean it's very nice when there's time spent on it and yeah. it's just like whether it's like stolen in public or where and it's just like I mean of course I feel like why did I envision this scene in the rain was it in the rain there is one in the rain I was right? like if getting not, ice cream it was in the rain to me oh he was her mint chocolate, mint chocolate chip, chip. <laughs> that was the that was the one I highlighted he yes. was her like yeah okay so he takes her to get ice cream and again routine she's like I like mint chocolate chip this is what I want and he's like well I'm gonna make you try something else and he's like I'll get you the mint chocolate chip but I'm gonna make you try like I think it was like butter pecan or something like that or yeah. something they're wait why I feel like it was green tea actually yeah or something like matcha that. or something like that yeah um so she tried and she's like, okay, actually this is good, but it's not mint chocolate chip. And that's like how she felt about him. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so cute. Right. <laughs> there I were just this. so many things and so many parts like that. Like, I'm sure we're forgetting, like we're highlighting the best, at least yeah. our opinion of the best, but there's probably so many more parts like that, that just, were just so like, oh, so cute. And I'm just, please Netflix or Hulu or somebody oh, like please. pick this up. I would love it. I, know. I need a good rom-com. I feel like I only watch rom-coms at like Christmas time. Did you watch all the ones I love more. before or read the books? Mm, that's like a YA. Is it yes. YA? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've never, I feel like maybe I started watching the show on Netflix, but I never like got super into it. Oh my God, please. You know, it's just like judgmental it, that it's please YA. Give it a chance. <laughs> it's not, well, so I will say like, it doesn't have, right? Like spicy sex spicy scenes. Spicy sex scenes. But the- um, but the author is got a very similar kind of style and it also is um, another um, female Asian author writing this like um, Asian American story of this girl and her family. And, okay. Um, it's, it's so good. I, I need to give it. It's nice for chance. you because you can just binge it and be done with it. There's just yeah. three where like when it was you were waiting out, for you it. had a wait you know like two years and we're like waiting and waiting for these like but do I read the book or watch kids. it we're totally off the rails again watch it <laughs> watch it and then if you like it you can go back and read the book but you could just watch it because it's got the fake dating trope okay. then obviously turns into a thing and it just it's oh I love Peter Kavinsky um you'll get I feel like this should be like a fun writing tool if you like how we go off the rails you're gonna love our random recap episodes (laughs) half (laughs) um but (laughs) so no like I feel like we should have like a spinning wheel like to like have you write your own story like a prompt so like trope and be like you know enemies to lovers like fake dating like 
um, I like that or like idea. get out of a hat or something yeah, like yeah. that um or like what like, you're gonna read next like, like enemies to lovers and then like time period um and mm. you know like genre yeah like we could go on I think this could be fun I like that but anyways a live live show with I rated this five stars five stars yeah um fave character it would be hard not to say Stella for me I love I mean I I loved Michael obviously exactly but like Stella's just like my heart was just so warm like because you got her inner monologue most of the time yeah well it went back and forth and you love that the switching I love a POV yep see that could be another thing yeah (laughs) I love POV and I did I I I love them both um I love Michael too like least fave philip easy easy yeah philip's trash mother um but yeah like they were both so because i feel like sometimes it's you might just like love the one character and the other character kind of feel supporting but it did also feel like it was michael's story too um and i just i love them i love them both like it was just (laughs) so easy to pick um recommend just highly recommend read it so highly sweet, recommend so if you cute. can tell by like the five stars and us like gushing for the past hour <laughs> we recommend you I race to read the next book yeah also, even if you think good. that we even, even if you think third. we told you the whole story go read this book anyways even if you listen like this is my husband included because he listens to all my episodes because he's so sweet and I already told him I like made him download the Libby app. I'm like, even if you just listen to the audiobook, like, please do it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Like the story is just so good. And I promise you, even though we gave you the main points, the juice in between is worth the squeeze. I promise, promise, promise. Oh, for sure. It's Um, so good. Yeah. If men are going to listen or read the book, guys, take notes. Yeah, we don't have like a lot of male listeners, but if you're, <laughs> if you're listening, write you. this shit down. Um, if you're here, take note on everything Michael does in this book. Everything. Um, if you could sew a dress, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh, he's so hot. I cannot. You're like we're looking for Taylor Rex. No, um, I yeah, I just I love this book so much. I told you like I ran to get the other two to read them you don't have to it it can be standalone but if you can the characters cross yeah what's the next one the bride test and then the other the heart principle okay yep so the second one I haven't read the third but the second one is about the um the cousin like the younger brother who does who is autistic okay um, and his mom decides that she is just going to basically get him like a mail order bride, like not through oh the mail, God. but like, she I like that. It's home. also about somebody on the spectrum though. Again, though, it's cool. Yes. I mean, representation, there's not a lot of it. Yes. So, so she goes home to their, um, I think she goes to Vietnam and, um, mm. gets like, finds this woman that she just thinks like, it's not at all who she was going for. It's a girl. She runs it. She runs into this woman who's cleaning the bathroom at the place where she's interviewing other candidates. And she just thinks like she's sassy and trustworthy and hardworking, all the things she wants in, um, her future daughter-in-law. So she brings Mm. her to America and like moves her in with the son and like puts him in the thing. And so you've got the, the, the son who's used to a routine and being by himself and, um, you know, all of a sudden this woman's there and he's supposed to like be responsible <laughs> for her and deal with yeah. her and his mom's forced him on there. And like, it's 
very good. I really like the second one. The third one, I don't know what it's about. I know it's about Quan, the like friend that Michael has in this. It's like his cousin or whatever. Mm. Um, it's about him. I'm assuming finding somebody. Um, but the second one was just as good. It then they talk about like Michael and Stella's wedding. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're gonna oh, I love that yeah the like characters and stuff. It'll tie it in, but it was really good. I that's I, so yeah. sweet. I just love it. If you guys want like a sweet rom com, happy ending, spicy spice, this is it for you. I just think it's so important because at the end of the day, like none of these these labels don't particularly matter except for understanding yourself better mm-hmm. and like for medical aid, honestly, like at the end of the day, like that is a huge part of it, um, to be able to get you tools and the things that you need, like that's a part of diagnosis. Like you don't need a diagnosis to know, like, I mean, I have a a very close family member, like bloodline close that wasn't diagnosed as being with Asperger's until he was like, I want to say like late twenties. I, I like, mean, is that kind of common? so like when I saw the signs in my daughter, especially she's a twin. So like, you're, you're not supposed to compare children, but like when you have two that are the same age, the same size, how do you not say, well, she's doing this and she's not really doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw things since she was like nine months old and it was kind of like, uh, you know, I'd have like different people felt different ways about it. Like, no, like the she'll grow out of it or it's this right. or it's that. And I mean, I can just say to any parent who like possibly feels like trust your gut, like, you know, your child better than anybody else does get the testing done. Like go to early intervention, go talk to your pediatrician, like, um, get the ADOS test done. It doesn't hurt. You'll find out you'll get right. answers. And those answers might be different, like six months down the road, like your child's going to keep changing, but early diagnosis is like so, so, so helpful to get your child, like the things that they need, whether it's speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, um, and like a label is nothing to be ashamed of. And, you know, like you don't even have to advertise if you don't want to, like, you don't have to put like autism mom on your bio. Like, it's fine. You can just be yourself. Yeah. But, um, there's nothing wrong with doing that either, but like, I'm just saying, um, resources are out there. And I just think like, there's a lot of tabooness when it comes to like, I heard a lot, like, well, there's nothing wrong with her. And I'm like, well, who's that? Anything was wrong with her. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I think there's something, she's got a couple of things that are different than her sister that she might need a little bit of different help for. Right. You um, just need to approach it differently. That's it. Like, oh yeah. And it's doesn't... like this story shows you a character who, when given the tools was an extremely successful woman. Yeah. So we didn't even she... talk about, um, what she does for Michael. Oh, like right. It go- oh my God. It ties brand. into the whole title of the book. So please like she, um, yeah, like she, she so basically, cause Michael is you know, is the pretty woman of the situation. It's to take care of his mom and the medical bills and all like those econometrics. Yeah. Econometrics. Yeah. So like her job is, you know, economics, but specifically for like metrics for online shopping and forecasting and all that kind of things. And she's like amazing at it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she sees this problem because she's so smart mm-hmm. that, you know, Michael is doing this thing a gap in his, the market. His family's going through this thing. And Oh, like I, like 
she knows that she can't just like write a check mm-hmm. and that they're, they're going to take it, but she can, but she has all of this money and she's got this power and stuff. And she could use that to do something, not only that's good for Michael, but for a lot of people. And she literally, instead of just like writing him a check and doing something, she creates a whole foundation to do these like scholarship kind of situations and like pay off all these people's medical debts. And so that when Michael is taking his mom to the hospital and like getting ready to like write this big expense and they're like, oh, you're all set. Like you qualified for this. The weight's off your shoulders. Yeah. Because he realizes like- She loves him so much. She's not like, oh, I can't just, yeah. Like you said, can't outright write a check, but I guess I'll help like 20 other families while I'm at it or, you know. Yeah. Like then makes this beautiful thing that doesn't just help him. It helps everybody. And it also was like something she'd been wanting to do with her money to figure a way to help people. And like, that's the thing too, is like, she's, she's such a character to look up to also, which is like one of the things I really love the way they wrote mm-hmm. her. Like she was so kind and thoughtful and, um, right. And regardless, these, like, really great things label or not regardless, like you look up to her and not like, yeah. Oh, as a person with autism, I look up to her. No, no. like as a person, person, I look up to her. It's Amazing. looking at like Elon Musk when he was hosting SNL and he's like, I'm the first person with Asperger's to host SNL, which was not true technically, but just to publicly say, Mm-hmm. I have it and yeah. to be like oh fuck the richest man in the world has it okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he takes you, 44 call it billion a, call by it, twitter I mean that's another story but I'm saying like <laughs> call it a disability right like I'm just right yeah no but I, it's, it's a di- it's, it's a different ability it's literally seeing the world in a different way than other people and yeah. I can tell you when like you catch somebody, like especially a child who is on the spectrum, who's normally kind of in their own world and they like literally will take your face with their hands and just like stare in your eyes. It's like the most magical. I'm like, you are literally seeing into my soul. <laughs> yeah. Like she's just perfect. And I just, I, I mean, obviously I'm biased because I'm seeing Stella as like this grown up version of like my perfect daughter. <laughs> right. But, but, yeah. but that's like, that's why I like writing it. Cause it wasn't like they were writing this character that was on the spectrum. They were writing this she amazing wasn't perfect, character, but, and then she yeah. happened to, you know, have this way that, you know, she saw the world and whatever. And I just thought it was so cute. And I love that this was like a happy accident that we had no idea that that was the theme of this book or that that was a part mm-hmm. of it at all. I loved like her relationship with her so mom well. was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was and all that was so also good. like something that's relatable, whether you were on the spectrum or not, that mm-hmm. relationship with your parents and wanting to make them proud and wanting oh, yeah. to feel those, those things in her, you know, she loves her parents, but she's also like, I, you know, I'm, I'm at the top of my field and I'm doing all those things. And can I be happy? you know, with this success and not have to be married and have kids, like not have that be the thing that like defines me because Mm -hmm. I'm amazing at what I do. And like, look at this life, like it's a life, obviously that leads her to find Michael, but just that, you know, just because she's this career person and, you know, whatever that, um, it doesn't make, make her any like less than 
all these people that are getting married and having babies. Like there's nothing wrong with her for the choices that she's making and, mm-hmm. you know, in her career and her life. So I know, I but I'm so excited for like when she does have a baby, which I hope she does at some point in this Ooh, series. Maybe that happens in the third. I know. I'm hoping. Well, yeah, we'll see. It'd be so cute. But I know. I usually of- can't stand that. Like, what? like a pregnancy trope. I it usually drives me nuts, but in this, I'm like, have babies, <laughs> have babies. Like some, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I like it. Like I loved Emily Giffen. Like when I went like something borrowed, something blue, mm. and then baby proof. Like I loved, oh, yeah. I love all of those justice but for something blue. <laughs> it went like, but also with this too, it was a thing at the very end, right? That's literally mm. like the, one of the last things he says, like that he's proposing to her in like three months. Mm-hmm. So it felt and you're like, give me the proposal. And and, right. Yeah. Um, right. If this was a smut book, it would be in the epilogue. I love it. Like it just continued into like the next book, but yeah, that's I, true. I love it. But great, great pick Dylan. Yeah. Dylan. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping I was two for two dead babies in both of my picks. Okay. <laughs> Two for two with a dead baby in each book. I did not do that on purpose. I surely did not want that. No, there's a dead baby. I was rooting for me. (laughs) We were all rooting for you. But I picked this book for next month. The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune. And I very purposely picked this one. Like I did better research this time. Oh my God, I love this. Um, Because we'll be reading it in June and June is pride. So I wanted to pick a book that had, I'm not sure if it's like a full ass love story. I, let me give you like the synopsis on the back. Is that what the back of the book? It's a synopsis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here goes. Linus Baker is a by the book caseworker in the department in charge of magical youth love it already just because it's like harry potter-esque right magic give me all the magic yep yes at 40 he lives in a tiny house with a devious cat and his old records for company but his quiet life is about to change linus is summoned by extremely upper management and given a curious and highly classified assignment travel to an orphanage on a distant island and determine whether six dangerous magical children are so dangerous, in fact, that they're likely to bring about the end of days. When Lioness arrives at the strangest of islands, he's greeted by a series of mysterious figures, the greatest mystery of which is Arthur Parnassus, the master of the orphanage. Okay, so I'm guessing, you know, Linus and Arthur, they grow closer. Mm. Linus discovers the master would do anything to keep the children safe, even if it means the world has to burn or worse, his secret come to light. So it's an enchanting love story is what it's called. I'm excited. I I've know. had that on my TBR for a long time and I've I seen know. it all over. And now there's and like stuff. a second one, which I don't know if it's, it's, Ooh. I don't know if it's exactly a sequel or if it's similar to this, where it's kind of just like, uh, mm-hmm. there's parts to it. I think it's more like that. Yeah. But like a standalone. I'm, I'm excited for it because I've just been into fantasy since Akatar and, but I'm excited to like finish the book I'm currently reading and then get into book three um, of Actar. Oh, so Wait, what is it? A Court of Wings uh, and Ruin? Wings and Ruin, yeah. Wings and Ruin, bitch. Oh my this God. Is, they we're going into war, right? 
This is yes. where shit's about to get heavy. Yeah, which is funny because they have. Like, it was their, like we're laying the groundwork. Then it's sex. Then it's sex and love, and now it's war. War. Then it's what is it good for? Know the other one, and then the, the silver flames is sex. Oh, okay. So we just got to get through the war to get to the sex. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Silver flames is fire. Flames. Okay. So if you guys want to read with us, you don't have to, but I think this is going to be a good book. I've heard nothing but really great things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it has good reviews everywhere. So I'm pumped. Yeah. This is so many books to read. This this is our fifth book. So. Yeah. I think we're finally get our, our footing with our choices. We're, we're doing a little bit better research. We're, we're new to the game, okay? This we're is an orphanage, it. so if I get this, it's a oh, dead baby right. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> it's this is going to be like a poll. Like every time you pick a book, we're going to be like, do we think- What is the chance book? that there's a, a trauma? What are filled? the odds? Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so, so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can find us at halfbakedbookclub.com or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. You guys can also send us your listener emails to halfbakedbookclub.com. We'd love to hear from you. (laughs) Halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. Yeah. (laughs) You know an email, how email works, guys. Um, We will see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's It's weird weird out there. there. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.